Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design, with your host, Dave Clayton. Good evening and welcome to another episode of He Shoots, He Draws. And in the history of He Shoots, He Draws, I've never been as nervous about a guest in a really good way as I am tonight because we have got, I know I've said it before about a couple of other guests, but we truly tonight have got royalty in the house. And whilst he may not be English, he's an adopted American member of our royal family. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Russell Preston Brown. The legend, the myth. <laughs> Dave, I had to get into costume um, just for this intro. I, I thought I would pull. I just happened to have a pair of glasses here. I didn't. It is. It, it is a pleasure to be here with you and Alan. I'm. I'm. I'm ready for this. Um, for this interview, it should be a blast. It, we call it a grilling. No. <laughs> No, thank you for joining us, Rusty. I know, um, obviously, we're we're in the the back end of September, fast approaching October. In fact, this will go out in the month of October. It'll probably go out Monday of uh, next week or the week after. And we're fast approaching Adobe Max. Yes. And I appreciate you. Know, a lot of people associated with Adobe are very busy at the moment because we have a very unusual Adobe Max coming up. So we'll... Um, We'll get into that, but just just in case there is a single person on this planet who hasn't already left the womb and already knows who you are, <clears throat> please could you just tell some of our guests how you describe yourself when asked what do you do for a living? I found like I feel like I'm one of those game shows where I'm the mystery <laughs> guest. Please yes. describe what you do for a living. <clears throat> now this is fairly dangerous. Um, um, because I, I'm a bit of an anomaly. So I am Russell Preston Brown. I have worked at Adobe for 35 years. Uh, I would say <laughs> I have worked there more years than the average age of the employee at Adobe. Um, <laughs> and um, I started as a um, graphic designer uh, doing annual reports, packaging for Adobe, 1985, my goodness. Um, started uh, moving off into doing demos and presentations and found that was much more fun than doing an annual report. Whoa, annual reports, 99% <laughs> um, work, 99% um, hassle, 1% design. Um, <clears throat> that's an annual report. Stay away from them. Um, yeah. So currently I am, maybe I'm an evangelist, I'm a specialist in Photoshop and Lightroom now, and I've gone totally mobile. So I am an employee of Adobe Systems, unbelievable. And I get to, I used to be able to travel the world and show people how to use Photoshop and Lightroom and um, take pictures, but things are a little slow right now. We're all staying at home. So yes, yes. Russell Brown, Adobe, did I cover it? Um, uh, crazy man, uh, events and presentations, and um, yes, here we are, Dave. Uh, uh, does that does, does that a good description? <laughs> that, I don't that, really. I, think, I didn't really tell them that what I do is play for a living. I didn't put that in there, but you can cut that out. <laughs> that, well, that, that was something I was going to highlight: is the <clears throat> fact that you are you're like the experimental arm 
of of Adobe. I think given everything you've ever worked with, like you say, you, you were there in 1985, and we will talk about your Photoshop history yeah. uh, next. But you, what I love about every time I see you at an event or something that you're doing, it's kind of feels like you're given free reign to experiment with everything new you know it's mobile technology you go out in the desert with a mobile phone and photograph someone shooting fire everywhere or next minute you're doing a special presentation with video and mixed media on stage and and it, it just feels like you get to be the i mean one, one year you dressed up as doc brown yes. which i think was the perfect, perfect but you get you get to experiment and that must be one of the best things about your job is you get to play and yes. see how far you can absolutely. push it absolutely i am i am blessed I'm absolutely blessed that my boss and all my previous bosses and Adobe and Shantanu allows me to experiment with technology and then use that and then reveal it and show it off to others. I, I always love getting a message in Instagram or Facebook that says, you've been an inspiration to my creativity, Russell. And I'm going, mm. okay. Bingo, I did my job. <laughs> I'm, I'm, if I am an inspiration to others' creativity, then uh, that is the key to success. And I feel very good about that. Um, uh, giving back to the community in that way. Yeah, because yeah. I think the thing, having spoken to so many professionals now that use the Adobe products, have made a living from the Adobe products, yeah. myself included, is because of the advancement of technology and computers is sometimes you can feel a little bit led along a path and you don't get to experiment you kind of follow the recipe in the book and yeah. you always keep making the same apple pie whereas being able to watch somebody like you it's like not just coming off the beaten path like getting on the beaten path it's you going out, literally out into the desert to experiment with <laughs> with explosions and, and things because that's what people need it's just you need to unleash your creativity and yes. you can't if you just keep cooking the same meal but sometimes i'll go off into the desert and i'll go i am so lucky to be here out in the desert but no one they can't you cannot everybody can be out in the desert no <laughs> so there's that side of me that goes i'm oh this is really wacky but on the other hand if you don't push it to your limits um then they don't see the possibilities. They don't see some place they would really like to go. And by the way, the secret to success I have discovered on Instagram, how you get more likes um, is show a really interesting location that no one has ever seen before, but they can imagine themselves in that location. And whoa, that, that is, everyone just goes for the like button, boom. It can be the world's worst photograph. But if, if yeah. it's a location that you just want to be there now, bingo. Uh, I, I've, I've watched the way people behave. I, I think I've created a really great photo. This is my best portrait ever. And nobody likes it because <laughs> they don't want to yeah. be they don't want to be there they want to be in the desert next to this huge mountain they want to be somewhere um, unusual it's unusual and the more unusual it is the more likely we are to click that like button i was it just i saw this happen the other day which which i thought was just a normal photo in the desert as you said 
but yeah. it was much more than that. Um, I, I really hit a chord, um, resonated with people that this is, I've been trapped for the last six months, Russ. Why can't I be there? And so quite interesting to see that behavior. Yeah. Um, it's funny you should say that because you just reminded me of a presentation I watched you do, oh no. which was which was both genius and funny. Um, it was at Creative Pro about two years ago, and you did a thing about Instagram, and you had a, a bird on the end of a stick. You and saw you were saying, that? Oh. I was there. I was oh. sat at the front, and that you did the whole my... thing about, if you want to make it interesting, put a bird in the picture. Add a bird. Um, I thought that presentation went over like a lead balloon at that point. <laughs> I, I, st- I remember it. Oh, gosh. I just felt really bad because everyone was giving such rich content you know about you know photoshop illustrator indesign um really solid tips and techniques and here i am giving a comedy show about adding a jet to a photograph to get oh that was it it was a jet that's right yeah add a jet was the name of the presentation when just oh oh i ran out of that place going wow what a lead balloon (laughs) because but it's a, it's a comic. If I was a comedian, a stand-up comedian in London, I wouldn't know the local, how to make somebody laugh in London. But I certainly, so it's just really targeting your audience. I can now understand a comedian, for example, in Kansas City. Now, your viewers, my people in Kansas City, go, Russ, what's wrong with Kansas City? <laughs> um, um, it's just... The different people, different locations. So, so I won't go off on that one, but uh, I thought that was a very funny presentation, um, but they couldn't appreciate it in that room. <laughs> oh, well, that's another story. But yes, you saw that presentation. Um, I took um, the concepts of um, uh, altering and manipulating photos because that's what I do. I, yes. I, 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 I don't take great photos I make great photos, sort of a ripoff of uh, Ansel Adams. He he made he made great photographs in the darkroom. Mm-hmm. If, if you look at his negatives, they're, they're nothing like the prints. He's dodging and burning. He's manipulating the heck out of those photos. And um, my friends who worked with him and did printing for him um, say that he would have gone crazy with Photoshop. He would have loved Photoshop. How did I... I how did that just spin all the way from from uh, add a jet to that Ansel was, Adams? I don't know. That's perfect. <laughs> that's if if Ansel Adams had, if Ansel Adams had, could have put a jet in his photographs, he would have been even more famous. <laughs> but you know, um, just uh, what's really got me excited you, uh, these lately when it comes to wacky new things. Because now I'm going to give my wacky pitch. Yeah. I only shoot with an with an iPhone or a Google phone. So I'm a mobile guy. I just, it's a bit of, it's a total limitation. Absolutely limits your capabilities in many, many ways, but I love to be limited because I think it pushes um, pushes the technology and lets you have fun with it. And I don't know how I would live without here comes the real pitch, an iPhone and Google phone combined with Lightroom Mobile. Good grief. How did I live without Lightroom Mobile and a phone 
all my life. And how is it I'm so lucky that I happen to be alive right now to have that type of technology to take your photos and write into the cloud. This is not a sales pitch. Yes, it is. No, right, no, in, right into the cloud. <laughs> and I don't have to put them on a drive. They're, they're, they're right there. I can start working on them. I can share them. This photograph it on the phone, process it on the phone, share it on the phone. Yeah. So, yeah. so what, was the, what was that moment? Um, was it when Lightroom Mobile came out and you suddenly had it on your iPhone? And what was that like moment where you were like, I don't need to have a camera anymore. I don't need a computer. Everything is now my iPad or my iPhone. And I, I can... I think it was, Alan, I, I think it was a slow process, but then it really was um, Lightroom Mobile. There was an application prior to Lightroom Mobile. Oh, God, I'm going blank. It was the Adobe application. Um, that really got me going and said, what, um, everything's on in the cloud and I can have it on my iPad and my iPhone and my desktop. This full connectivity sort of hit me. Um, and I'm, I'm generally lazy. I, I, do you, carrying big lenses and a big backpack and all sorts of equipment. I think that happens at, at over 60. So watch out for that one. But, the, the, the power that's in this thing, the screen resolution, the processing power, the applications on the phone, the night photography coming out with the Google Pixel 4. I think Apple will step up to the plate on that one. I actually had a long conversation with the, some senior product managers at Apple about what is a professional photographer looking for in an in an iPhone, so I'm, I'm hoping that some of those ideas uh, resonated with them and they'll um, bring those out. Um, I think this is a scary device. I can't go into a conference that's sponsored by Nikon or um, Canon or Fuji or Sony. Like, it's get out, Russ. Get away, get away, you evil, you're, you're evil person coming in here with that phone. Because um, I think, uh, uh, and I think I'm taking some really great photos now. And this is the wacky thing. I'll, I'll bring in my latest toys. It's all about toys, gentlemen. Um, of course. And I'm not an evangelist for ProPhoto. ProPhoto doesn't pay me anything. I don't get things for free. I had to spend my big bucks. But this is a ProPhoto strobe. A strobe? that talks to an iPhone, okay? Oh, wow. Yeah, and so you can talk to a small little strobe and through um, Bluetooth connection, it synchronizes the strobe with an application on the iPhone. And so I'm now, and I've got this power of these high-powered strobes in combination with the iPhone freezing action and getting really great quality, and which segues me to my, let me see if I can pull it up, where's my, here it is, here it is. Let's share screen. Oh, this is a new one. So if I scroll down here in Lightroom Mobile, I've gone wacky with self-portraits. <laughs> and so, so that's one of my extreme self-portraits. 
but um, oh, they go. So I'm setting up at, at home, um, totally at home, with these strobes. I have multiple strobes, and I'm I'm analyzing the way that other photographers do their strobe photography. So you see here, so I've got the strobe up above me and I'm lighting down below. Yeah. So I'm thinking about Joe McNally. I'm thinking about um, uh, Moose Peterson, um, Joel Grimes. Yeah. I'm observing what they're doing and now I'm doing it with a phone, for heaven's sakes. Wow. And then my favorite, oh goodness, look at this wacko. So then I study Greg Gorman's work. <laughs> and I try and mimic Greg Gorman. And um, I went to the almost the ultimate mimic. Where's the ultimate Greg Gorman? Oh, here it is, my favorite. Um, sort of the Andy Warhol, um, Greg Gorman. Um, <laughs> That's a great one. And so I'm... And then you can see I'm even showing off um, the, um, the, light, the, yeah. the egg crate um, setup, strobing. So again, just just iPhone stuff on with a strobe, and the quality is really fantastic. So I've and I didn't. I, what better model than yourself, right? <laughs> for for one, oh, of these, yeah, of one of these projects, and you can see here how I use. Um, uh, oh, here's a wacky one. I'm using um, the iPhone, then Lightroom Mobile um, to um, to process these images. And I've gone through a variety of different, you know, beards at home because I haven't, yeah. you know, one day I'll shave, the next day I won't shave. Um, and I just the wackiest things. So if that's the one thing... I just want to share is this this love of new technology and that of iPhone speaking to a pro photo strobe for and getting and you can drop the ISO. I said ISO with a phone. You can drop the ISO yeah. way down and um, you can get rid of a lot of the noise in the iPhone and with the strobe and I can catch um, moments I can catch the movement of water and fog and um, higher shutter speeds um, on the phone to get a little bit sharper pictures so gosh strobe photography so those are the I'm turning myself yeah, go oh, ahead. those are the pro photo c1s and c1 pluses yeah so this is the c1 plus this is the a10 and I also use a b10 which is this gigantic thing that costs twice as much as my iPhone. <laughs> what am I using? But it's absolutely glorious light, that, that one shot with the reflectors in my glasses. That was the B10. An enormous amount of power. I don't know. I'm not a strobe person. I should be able to tell you the specifications oh, no, just... on how much strobe power is coming out of the thing. Um, Joel McNally would know those sorts of things. Um, and um, is, is this called a speed light, by the way? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I just think it in terms of power. This has just enough power for a small studio, a, a little tabletop setup. Right. This has enough power for an outdoor shoot where you can 
get this, I can take daylight, full daylight, just like Joe McNally, I can turn off the sun and I have more power in this and I can make it nighttime in the daytime with a phone! What the, what the, what the? I said this to someone the other day about the cost of equipment. I said, like, if I go on Amazon and think, oh, I'm going to buy a mirrorless camera, and I go on Amazon and think, look at it and go, oh, that's, a, that's like £1,100 for that camera. Oh, it's too rich for me. And then tomorrow, I'll go into the Apple store and get the new iPhone 12 <laughs> Max Pro, yeah. which oh. is more expensive, but you think... If you're going to spend that kind of money on what's still called a phone, I think generally the technology, like you say, is they're building a camera that happens to be a phone. Yes, yes. I think. Why have a twelve, thirteen hundred pound camera phone and only shoot pictures of your kids at a birthday party? This this should now be working with strobes. This should be studio quality. Stunning, stunning. So I'm going to do a. I, I'm going to an official photo shoot with a model on Baker Beach below the um, Golden Gate Bridge later in October, um, meeting up with a professional photographer. And I signed up for this class to do this photo shoot. And I said, can I bring my own strobes with my phone? And um, he says, sure, only if you give a presentation. <laughs> I said, well, wait a minute, I'm stepping on your toes. You're there teaching photography. He says, I'm not going to you're not going to be teaching photography. You're going to be teaching how, how you're taking strobe photography with a phone of a model on a beach. I'm like, okay, okay. I'll, I'll talk to them about that. Um, what a great, what it's the, it's the age of great toys. It is truly the age of great toys. I, I suspect the two of you, what camera do you have? Are you a Nikon or um, I'm, Canon? I'm a, I'm a, technically I shoot Nikon. Um, Okay. And I have a bunch of them, and I, I also have an Olympus sitting on my desk that I'm working on a book for, and I have some Sonys in the closet, and uh, and then I have this in my pocket all the time. Yeah. And I, now, just the interesting part about the cell under. phone is that it's mental. That when I have a yes. backpack full of real cameras, real cameras, yes. and I have my cell phone, I don't think of my cell phone as a camera. And I was sitting at Adobe Max last year in a class by Chris Orwick, and he he just literally said... Stop thinking about your iPhone as an iPhone. Just think of it as a camera. It's just limited mm-hmm. as it doesn't have a 400 millimeter lens on the end of it, and it doesn't have, you know, a motor drive and a big memory card in it. It's but it's a ca- and my brain was like, I have to retrain my thinking, as this is a camera, not just a toy that I have in my pocket. And I've purposely mm-hmm. started leaving my big cameras at home sometimes. Aha. And Forcing myself to like, okay, I have to use my cell phone. I have to use this iPhone. Do you go on tours? I, I go on these tours. I love these tours to Antarctica or the Arctic. Um, somebody has to do it. And all I'm the only person there running around. They're going, you just spent all this money and you only brought a phone? <laughs> and they've got all their big cameras out. But then what do they do? They put down their big cameras, they pull out their phone, and they start shooting. They say, oh, no, no, you cannot use your phone on this tour. Only I get to use my phone. <laughs> They're taking these funny Yeah. So I think there'll be, I think there will be a transition. I think, um, I think Apple knows 
that they are, they're dealing with professionals and they want to come out with more professional features. I think Google started going down that path. That's stunning. General, did you go back to my photos again? Where's my photo? Um, have you seen what's possible with a, um, I'm looking for my night photograph here. Where is it, night photo? Here it is here. Let me share my screen again um, through technology. Where did we all go? I've lost us. There we are. A share screen. So this is what's wacky. This is wacky. This is insane. What you see on the screen. This is and that's, Google. That's iPhone. Google Pixel 4. Is that what you have? I have an iPhone. Yeah, I'm an, I'm an iPhone. Oh, so. okay. So this is a yeah. Google Pixel 4 on a tripod pointing um, into the sky, the night sky in the desert for four minutes. And through the miracle of science and technology, um, the, um, let's see if we get this to come up. Um, four minute long exposure. The earth is moving, right? Keep that in mind. Yeah. Most photographers yeah. would have to have a tracking device that's moving the camera in relationship to the galaxy, to the Milky Way. But through brilliant technology, these programmers at Google are capturing 15 exposures over a four minute period. They are around 12 seconds each. Wow. I get my math right. Are they 16 seconds each? I, oh, somebody divide um, four minutes by um, uh, 15 and we'll come up with it. And um, so each of the exposures. So now they've captured the sky over this four minute time period. The earth is moving. They identify what's not moving. That's the foreground versus what is moving. And then they realign all of the layers. So no. the, the, the stars are phased uh, out of phase, but then they yeah. bring them all together as one. How <laughs> the I know? Okay. They did what? <laughs> they realigned them in the camera, and I don't need, um, I need a tripod, but I don't need any way, I don't have to stack those in Photoshop, realign them in Photoshop, merge them. It gets rid of the noise in the sky. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I pointed this out to Apple. I said, you've got to step up to the plate. I mean, this is one of those things as a professional photographer, you want to, I want to be able to take great photos in the daytime, but I also want to take a great shot and set it up and do uh, a, a timed exposure uh, like that. And um, I hope that's where the technology will go next is timed exposures and it does truly become um, the next level of camera. Um, Huawei went that direction in China, and I was very much a Huawei photographer shooting with my Huawei because it was a camera. It had um, a, th a true 30-second exposure time. You could set it up and open the aperture for 30 seconds and do light painting. And all of the techniques you would if you had a regular camera. Um, 
Was that the P20 Pro when yes. they brought it out? Yes. Yeah, that was, that was you, I remember it was, oh, th- this is a camera. By the way, you can make phone calls on it. Yeah. But this is a camera. And um, yeah. it was great. I was promoting it so much, but then it was ridiculous because no one could buy it. it. It's not possible to get it. You can't purchase it. I had to buy mine um, uh, through Amazon, which was connected to um, Korea. So I purchased it from Korea and it was sent over. It had no, you know, sign your life away here. We don't guarantee anything. Mm. You're just buying this expensive um, camera. Then, so the question is, why don't you just buy a regular camera, a lightweight point and shoot um, that has Wi-Fi connection? So I, I was even invited over to Huawei in China um, to come chat with them about it, but then decided this is, this is crazy. No one can buy one. I, can you buy them in in England, Huawei? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you. Um, they. I remember they came onto the market. I remember a few years ago when I worked for a telecoms company, ah. and it's just as who are we were breaking, and the guy was saying, "Does anyone know who this is? Because we pronounce it like who are we or who are we? Who are we? So, and they said it is people say who are we, and they said that who are we were bigger than Apple in terms of. Like bigger they're than huge, all the bigger huge. than Samsung, they're huge, but nobody knew who they were, and that was probably I don't know seven eight years ago. And obviously, now they are one of you know Samsung, who are we, Apple, yeah. Google Pixel. We, we are probably speaking right now through Huawei technology in somewhere in the internet, um, somewhere, and that's what scares people yeah. is that, um, that scares. UK, it scares Europe, it scares it scares ridiculous, foolish, stupid politicians. <laughs> Not naming any names, but name. yep. <laughs> he who shall not be, his name shall not be spoken. No. Um, so it scared them. I saw, I think, totally political, totally, absolutely political. And um, I suspect um, foul play in the whole thing. I think competition-wise, they just didn't want competition. Right. So that's enough. We're getting away from that. <laughs> so, um, so uh, my big thing: mobile, push the phone, push technology, um, have a blast with things. Which uh, Dave leads me to my next toy. Are you ready for my next yes, toy? Yes, I'm ready. So many people said, Russ. I didn't see your event on the Adobe Mac site. Where is Russell Brown on the Adobe Mac site? Where is his his hands-on event? Um, and room full of crazy people who want to play. And you've walked into my room before oh. and you see what is Russ building? He's building some, and we build something, we create it, and then we put it on display in the pavilion. And each year, the students get to um, take images, process images, and then show off their work, which I really think is a great thing. Nothing, it, it really empowers um, people at these events when they can create something and then put it up for show it um, off, yeah. Show and tell. 20,000 people to come see in my little booth space. And um, so, 
what is Russ doing this year? What? Yes. So I'm not on, I'm doing? not on the radar. Now this is going now this is the first time I've announced this. Um because it's a little dangerous because I um I teamed up with Rico and the Rico Theta Z1, the 360 okay. degree camera. And I yeah. said to Rico, would you be consider um, helping me with a project and loan me, and I arbitrarily came up with a number, give, give me 50 of these thousand dollar cameras. <laughs> Okay, give me 50. And I go, ha, 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 oh, what a ridiculous. I, I, sh I, 50, I, they'll never say yes. They said yes. They said yes. It's you. <laughs> they said yes. And so they've loaned me 50 of these um, Ricoh Theta Z, uh, Z1s, an amazing state-of-the-art toy, um, toy, tool. <laughs> tool, uh, tool. Yeah. Um, to do 360 photography, I I love to play with it. As you said, I'm I'm off experimenting. I get to experiment. I you can bring the 360 images directly into Lightroom Mobile. You can plug the 360 directly into an iPad, and the photos go directly in with a you just connect the two with a cable, and it goes right into Lightroom. Mm -hmm. Ooh, what so some magic that Apple developed. Um, and working with Adobe so that cameras that you plug directly into your iPad would then talk directly to Lightroom Mobile. And so now you have all your 360 shots in Lightroom Mobile. You start to edit those. So there I am. Um, Rico said yes to um, 50 cameras. I didn't know quite how to do this because everything had to be free, right? So it's yeah, anything I do this year has to be free. I can't charge for anything um, at Adobe Max. So I can't just open up the door and say, come on in, because it would be uh, a, a crazy, it would be crazy. So it'd be like Black Friday. Yeah, so <laughs> I went back to my previous list of attendees from last year and I randomly chose, um, I really did on the record, I randomly chose people from last year's session and sent them an email asking them, um, do you want to play with a Ricoh Theta Z1 for a month and take pictures and share them on the internet? Um, and um, people said yes. <laughs> they, they, it was, uh, a few hesitated because they were too busy, but my class um, starts on October 16th. Uh, there are four classes, who knows? I didn't ask anybody's advice on how to do an online class. I, I've never done an online version of one of my live presentations before. I arbitrarily decide I'm going to do it over four weeks because I think <laughs> I'm not going to do it just on a weekend. I'm going to have them take photographs in October, start to collect those photos, and then I'll meet up with them just like this. We'll have one of these big sessions, the um, Partridge mm. Family. Now, Dave, do you, know the, do you know what the Partridge Family is? Brady Bunch. But I do know the Partridge Family. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> the Brady Bunch is what I meant to say. So here's, so they'll all join us. There's 50 students in class. 
they'll all have a camera and um, they get to play with it for two months and then I, I have to give them back um, and um, but I'm really excited to see what they'll do and so they'll um, I've put instructions online I've recorded tutorials over the last few months on how to take a selfie how to you know keep your life simple just you can shoot jpegs with this thing or raw um, images with it I do, yeah, there's certain people in this group um, who won't want to go down that path of learning Lightroom Classic. Are both of you Lightroom Classic experts? I am. Yeah. Uh, not an expert. Yeah. I use it intermittently. Intermittently. I like yeah. this intermittently. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, the gre I'm the graphic designer. So yeah, I'm, you're, I I'm sure everything about um, InDesign. Um, you are the InDesign expert. Um, is that what you're going to give your talks about at Max? Yes. Okay. Yeah. In design for this. So, um, four weeks, they check in, show me what they've done, sh um, post them up on, um, uh, online so others can see what they're doing. Um, it is a giant, it is, it's, is it a publicity stunt? Yes, it's a publicity <laughs> stunt. <laughs> it's a publicity stunt, but it's a, it's a, it's a crazy one. I think Many of the people in class have never had uh, the opportunity to work with 360 and sort of experiment with it. Um, will I will I seed one of them to make them go off and become you know a 360 maniac and they they promote the industry the 360? Rico said I was asking Rico once, what do you think about the GoPros 360 camera? I said we love it mm. because it's all one big family of 360 and. We're here to promote the whole um, ecosystem of 360 and it's 360 photography. Yes. Now, here's the wacky thing. Um, um, this is the most difficult camera to get online right now because of COVID. Because real estate agents can't show their homes easily, every mm. real estate agent in the U.S probably has one of these or similar 360 camera. Um, it is hot, 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 hot. You, they set this up in their houses, which they're trying to sell, probably in England as well. You set it up in the house and you create a tour, a 360 virtual tour. Who knew? Maybe you, maybe you haven't had contact. How did I know? Um, virtual. 360 tours are so, it's a huge industry. Enormous number of designers, photographers getting work from creating 360 um, tours. It is a, wow, it just blew off the charts. You could not find it online. Rico could not make them fast enough. And when I asked for them, they started, I said, can I have 50? They started trembling. Because <laughs> uh, I asked for them about, you know, four five months ago so they've been gradually pulling one or two off of the um production line just for my class wow and i i cannot believe and so the president of rico theta is behind this all the way it scares me to death <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be, they're gonna be watching me all my tutorials then go live and 
you know, how can other people participate in this? You, I didn't get the invitation, Russ. You rat. You, I, you, I wasn't one of the random please, people chosen from class. I'm sure I'm going to get that. But they can join along, and all my tutorials will launch in October. So if you want to follow along, you have your own Rico camera, yeah. you can follow along with my tutorials and um, learn about the process and experiment. Um, I think that's, that was the, that's something I had to do for Rico. That's something I had to do for Adobe as well. And a little, a little yeah. bit crazy, but um, I'm excited to see a group of 50 people come online, that Brady Bunch come online. I'll leave the microphone open. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, to, but I have a moderator who can just cut, <laughs> kill him. Um, but I think it's interesting, the same sort of experience that you get at an Adobe Max when we're walking around Max. Right. It's, it's the people you meet and you, the, that you run across in the hallway or at lunch or in one of the presentations. That's half of the whole process. And I hope I can bring that back to this event. So I'll open up the doors early um, to class. They get to chat with each other and then I have presentations. Um, and uh, my first presenter is coming in from Sydney, Australia. Unbelievable. I let somebody in Australia. Uh, can't believe uh. and, um, <laughs> That's so, Kansas and Australia we've upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <did> I? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but the, the Aussies have such a great sense of humor. They can take it they pretty... <laughs> they dish it back out at the, the Yanks exactly. pretty, pretty fast. Um, so there's the beauty of... And you know, you're talking to me from London, aren't you, um, Dave? Yeah. Just outside London, yeah. yeah, about 65 miles west. Yeah. I'll just say I'm from San Francisco, which I'm 45 minutes <laughs> south. And Alan, San where Diego. are you from? I'm down, I'm down, oh, down okay. south. You're on the... We're the same in the same time zone. Yeah. San Diego, you're missing out on all of the the um, apocalypse up here yes. with the fires and such. Or do you get any of that? We got did a, you get that red sun? Yeah, we did, we did some mornings. We got a little smoke and we got a little red sun in the mornings. But we have nothing um, like yeah. what's been going on, even in L.A. and up all the way up yeah. through Northern California. Okay, good. Um, yeah, we had that apocalyptic day um dave you probably saw pictures of it where san francisco yeah, was, seen the news it was just bizarre it was really alien i you did not see the sun it was just it was it was mars it was absolutely everything you would expect on mars okay yeah uh, we back, back to, <laughs> but go ahead you're gonna say um, <laughs> oh no i was just gonna quickly gonna our, say we occasionally get that okay. Oh, we're okay. Um, we sometimes get that Saharan sand cloud yes. thing that comes every few years, yes. and, and it goes a bit red. But that's the closest we've had to that kind of Martian, ooh, what's going on out there? But, yeah, what you guys are going through is just, really... it's just, 20, it's just 2020, isn't it? It's just what else can <laughs> they was, unleash? That was <laughs> that day that the sun did not rise. It did not rise. It was a very bizarre day. Okay, back to um, what is Russ up to? Um, strobes, iPhones, Google phones, self-portraits in seclusion. Um, I did leave and run off. Um, uh, you can't travel on business for Adobe, but you can pack up and leave as if you were on vacation. 
Okay. <laughs> wink, Russell wink. winks at camera. I was capturing 360 imagery for class, but I didn't call it um, uh, an Adobe Adventure. They're they're it's they're very very strict uh, about yeah, your traveling. Yeah, I can imagine. And um, I've been very careful. I've been very lucky. I thought you know maybe as you, I thought for sure I'm going to get this thing. I'm going. I'm rinsing off the packaging from the grocery store i'm i'm spraying it with lysol and bleach before it comes in the house i don't know if you guys went through that process i'm like total paranoia and then i've gotten totally lazy and just stopped um i I wear the mask at the store and i don't go in large groups i'm certainly not going out but i i've really relaxed but i've been very fortunate i haven't I hope the same as for the both of you. You haven't nothing. No. I think in the beginning for us it was very much that unknown. So do all the things until you become more educated about what's happening. And like you say, it's not that you get yes. lazy, but you just realise, okay, look, this can only live on something for three days maximum. So, like we took the children on holiday. Uh, as soon as we were allowed to do that in this country, yeah. we got in a car and we drove to the Isle of Wight. We barely saw a soul on the way there. We stayed in a caravan that had been unoccupied for seven days because of the cleanliness stuff. We didn't mix with people. Yeah. We, you know, we were safe. As, I think as long as mentally you you think about your safety and others, you can relax some of it yeah. because you're more aware of you, that kind of stuff you are correct i've merely relaxed because of knowledge right i now yes. know that it is airborne in tight spaces with a super carrier <laughs> and it and it's mm. not going to be on the vegetables <laughs> from the store <laughs> and, um, it's not going to be on that can of soup. I don't have to spray it down. Um, at least the percentage chance. Um, yes. So it was through education. I think we all got a little bit more relaxed that this wasn't the danger it was going to be. I think it's been very dangerous for a lot of people. What did we hit? One million? Yeah. Million. Yeah. Grief. And um, yikes. Moving on, um, uh, <laughs> let me think. I've come, um, uh, I think um, I think it's been an education. I think it's been a revelation. I think this whole thing has opened my eyes to new technologies. I never would have had a video conference. I hate video. Con- I always hated them, and now I'm going. This is normal. Yeah. I think um, you're doing your own podcasts. I know well, as well because well, I've seen the Joel Grimes. I do, I, kind of. I, I wouldn't video call them podcasts. Cast. I call video cast. Just like you, video I, cast, I, I, yeah. I do interviews with people. Um, I do my presentations and I post them on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube and Vimeo. Gosh, you gotta, gotta get her out there. Um, yeah. I don't know about you. We. We probably know. I don't know how many followers you have. We, we either you gentlemen have lots of followers, or you know people who have lots of followers. And I've stopped trying to become 
a you know like a Joel Grimes or um, a Joe McNally. I I'm, I don't. They've got huge. They, they just have to sneeze, and they've got thousands of people <laughs> observing them. Right. I I decided. And I was even offered by some Russian agent. I swear it was. A Russian agent said, we can increase, we can get to a thousand likes a day. Uh, your photos are good. We can increase by a thousand. And I said, what's this going to do? They never really did get to the point. Um, I, I swear, they had to be Russian agents, right? What a, I, I don't know who this person was. Of course, yeah. she, she said, let me run an experiment. I said, okay, I'll post a picture. It was an average picture. Boom, within an hour, a thousand likes. What are these likes? What? So I decided um, you have to judge yourself. If, if your good day is 20 likes, great. You now have a, you have a benchmark. If your really um, fantastic day is 100 likes, now you got a benchmark. But if you, if you cheat it and throw in this Russian, um, excuse me, am I making the Russians now mad? Um, <laughs> if you throw it's, in, it's, they're really from Kansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you throw in this mix. I think each one of us judges and measures um, the quality of our work, as Julianne Cost would say, I'm here to please myself. And then I'll yes. say to Julianne, I'm here to please the world. <laughs> um, and she laughs at me. But. Um, I like the benchmark I have now, and I, when we do something really great, we know it because we get this spike in, and we put something out that really grabs people's attention. And so, um, I, I'm not after that. I'm not after to get. I'm not striving to really work hard. And we know people, and how much work it takes to get Instagram right. And Russ, you're not responding enough to your Instagram comments. Because the algorithm will that will help your algorithm. Yeah, I'm not. Do you do that? No. Do you? Are you? No. no. Do you know the thing for me that I would say that you've got? That's feeding you the monster. A, yeah. Go ahead. If you took a thousand people off Instagram, if I went and picked a thousand yeah. people off Instagram, the thing that you have that they don't, they might have thousands of likes and and all the influence yeah. stuff, but I think what's important is you have a reputation, yeah. and your reputation is. It's like when your name is mentioned, people sit up and, and pay attention. <laughs> and I think that that's... That, that's I was just listening carefully. You, what do people say? Yeah. Is <laughs> that they, you know, you're well thought of. You have a reputation. You're considered creative, whether that's one person or a thousand people. Yeah. The fact that you're doing your best work yeah. shouldn't be... Because we spoke to Jesus last night about TikTok and like yeah. how TikTok famous has become three words that people on TikTok famous. Oh, what is that? What, me, is he what TikTok metric famous? is that? Is Jesus TikTok he's famous? He, he's not TikTok famous, but in, in the Photoshop training side, oh, he's, he's got something. He's, he's, he said yeah. he's got a quarter of a million followers on TikTok. so bloody hard. I know. Oh, that he's young. He's got to be under 40. Yeah. <laughs> he is, yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. know how to judging people's age, but... There's a certain amount of energy that he has. Everyone in this chat is over 50. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, wait a minute, I'm over 60. <laughs> Unless I started Adobe when I was 10. Um, yeah, but the, the, yes, the thing um, about your work and the thing that I've noticed, I mean, I've, I've met you many years ago at Photoshop World, is that everything yes. you seem to do 
and post and it's all fun. It all it there's never anything that's like, yes. okay, this is deadly serious. You have to pay attention to this. This is how Photoshop does. It's it was like you showed up in character. You were showing I I I'll never forget, I even mentioned this yesterday again. There was a time you were sh you were using a little handheld flashlight and you were shining it into the camera on the iPhone to get lens flares to use. In <laughs> and I watched you do that and my head just melted. I was like, how did he come up? Like, it was so much like out of the normal what you normally saw and what people did that everything about it was so exciting and new and fun. And every time like, oh, there's a Russell. Like, I'm gonna go look at that picture. I'm gonna go look at that video because I know you didn't sit there and go, oh. Today I have to do this shot. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. I have You've to had, go to Maui. Oh, I have to photograph these drummers with this perfect sunset. Oh my! You know, it's just such hard work. Oh, you saw that oh, one? Oh yeah, I love yeah, that. Somebody, one. Had, somebody had to go to Maui, and and then bring a video <laughs> crew. I've always wanted to be. I've always wanted to be one of those travel hosts. Oh gosh, you know those travel? <laughs> where, um, there's a gentleman out of Britain who I'm watching now. Um, Oh, he's a comedian, and he, he takes you to these different locations. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. Um, and um, I just have this fantasy that I want. I want to have a crew that goes in and figures out the hotel and the restaurants and the locations, and I show up, and the film crew is there, and I have this, this movie star along with me, and we just travel around to these great locations, and yeah. Yeah, sign me up. Sign me up. I just... There you go, Russell. Even though you are much younger, considerably younger than the person I'm going to mention, yes. you could actually become the David Attenborough of Adobe. Oh, my gosh. I, How I, fantastic I would that be? David Attenborough. He is, he is a god. Um, yes, I, I put him on the pedestal, um, a very high pedestal. Um, uh and um, uh, way up there with um, great physicists and engineers. Um, uh, I would put him at the same level as an Albert Einstein of his time and mm. of his, uh, his industry. Um, did you see, um, speaking of craziness, um, Attenborough just came on to Instagram for the first time and got three million followers in the first day. Did you see that? Yeah, he broke the record held by Jennifer no. Aniston who years, oh, thank years ago. It was, just, thank it was like big news everywhere. That I was like... And did you, did you, Alan, did you go and find him and add... I, I, I haven't I added him yet. Added my, yes, of course I did. I would kill to be on a research ship in Antarctica with David Attenborough. Oh. That would oh be amazing. That would be. He is our national treasure. As soon as COVID hit, everyone said, wrap him in cotton wool, put him in storage, <laughs> let him hibernate. He's, he's, <laughs> Don't let he's it near him. in his 90s or his 80s? Yes. Yeah. 90s. Nine, he's in 90s, yes. yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then you see some of the photographs of him in his early days, in his 30s, um, running around the jungle with apes and such. What? Yeah, a national treasure national treasure um uh definitely wow but um uh, um alan thank you for your comments about creativity energy 
I, I think that's the one thing, you know, if I'm going to leave something with everybody, do take time to have fun and play with a project. Listen, I get paid. Oh, let's just admit I get paid to play. But can't can't deny it any longer. And so I've I, earned it. I, I, yeah, that, that thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take that one. 35 years. Yeah, I had yeah. my time that I worked on my annual reports. But now um, I'll admit it. And I, I don't know how this sets with a lot of people at Adobe because people have day to day jobs. They are running around pulling their hair out. Wait a minute. Um, pulling their hair out, getting ready for Adobe Max. We have new versions of Photoshop, new versions of Lightroom, new versions of everything. They're, um, they are screaming around and nightmares and they're going through a lot of frustrations. And I, I'm, I must say, I'm not, I, I'm not definitely in that. I'm, I'm off doing my 360 event and I'm not trying to get Photoshop out the door. So I sometimes have a bit of concern that this person uh, is looking at me, um, uh, that, that, that rat Russ, he's not working very hard. Um, but as you said, I earned it. <laughs> You've earned the right so to do that. So here I am. Um, but with this comes responsibility. If you're going to do this, I think you have to give back. And so yes. I'm yeah. definitely trying to give back and I also try and do special events inside of Adobe. So uh, teaching others, um, you'd be surprised. Um, oh, I'm about to reveal something. Not everyone at Adobe knows how to run Photoshop. Um, we've got, uh, there's a lot of training necessary inside of a company like this. Uh, <clears throat> if I think more and more people need to know um, how the applications run and how to use them. What was, I had a, I had a, are, are we trying to close this up? Are you trying to close this up as well, one hour? I, um, well, I, I have to have I, a closing comment. I have a closing no, comment. <laughs> we, we can go over. I do have one, I do have one couple of questions oh, for I, you before I, I don't we, have we, you, you not, leave us with I, the wise words like Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> is just going back to, go back to the very beginning. Obviously, like, like we said, 35 years you've been there. Okay, I'm going back to the beginning. You, you just mentioned new versions of Photoshop uh, coming out. Now, obviously, you were very heavily involved in the very beginning of Adobe and Photoshop. I mean, you've watched the child grow, go from, from you know, the, the egg, the thought of let's get pregnant, to this 35-year-old child. I mean, what... How does that feel for you to to like be still be part of that journey and know, see I'm what little, Photoshop I'm can do up now? With your line about getting pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I saw Alan squirm a little on that. Um, so, um, uh, uh, back to I've seen. Yeah, there's not, uh, there are very few people at Adobe who have seen as much as I have seen. Um, I am employee. If you count the employees who have left Adobe, I am employee number two as of today. I was originally employee 38, so a few people have retired. And um, so, wow, I, I did see the birth of the application. I was extremely fortunate to be there with Tom and um, John Knoll. 
um, by the way, the world should bow down and thank John Knoll. Um, I know Thomas programmed it, but we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't if it wasn't for John Knoll, inspiring his brother to bring it out. That just a little side note. Yeah. How important John Knoll was in this whole process. Um, there I was. They liked what I was doing. My insanity of doing presentations in you know 1990 standing on stage at what was called the the max summit with guy kawasaki there's a few names wow way back machine there's a name from and back then guy is guy, guy says you know i'm here to promote the macintosh and russ um, has this thing called photoshop and i'm standing on stage and doing my wacky presentation and there's ben wilmore in the audience and ben i'm sure he says well, I can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I did. I inspire Ben to get into this insanity because um, he's there at the Max Summit. I'll have to ask him someday. Did I? Did any? I, yeah. did, did I in any way inspire him to become uh, the uh, Photoshop uh, expert he is? Um, so yeah, um, the beginning of time. Did I know? where it was going to go, how big it was going to get. No, I had no vision. John Warnock knew everything. John Warnock knew how important Adobe Acrobat was going to become. And and we all, well, Acrobat, what is this stupid thing, Acrobat? And then Netscape came along and what? What? Netscape and this Acrobat works with Netscape? Who knew? <laughs> you can share a document. Um, Warnock knew all, he could see all um, his classic, you know, text, graphics, and halftones. It's, it's 1985, and he tells me, Russ, it's all about text, graphics, and halftones. Halftones was a photograph. <laughs> but notice, we spoke in the lingo of the time, because um, yes. it was printing. Um, and so uh, he brought those together, um, typography with the fonts and graphics with <clears throat> Illustrator and InDesign and then Photoshop, bingo. He brought these three elements together that brought on desktop publishing and um, traveling through that period in time um, through the 90s into Photoshop, um, going to you know the very first Photoshop world um, with Scott Kelby. Um, yeah. Scott calls me and says, Russ, I really have to have you here. And, Okay. Oh, sounds like fun. You know, how many people do you have? I think he, you know, at his first one, what do you think? Did he have 300 there on that first? So you have about 300. That's yeah. the first one. Yeah. And, uh, this is pretty cool. I'm in front of 300 people. What was insane though, in the beginning of time, it's the early days of Mac world in San Francisco. And it was in the nineties, early nineties. And you walk into a room, you're giving a Photoshop presentation before Thunder Lizard, before Photoshop World, there was the only place to go learn about this stuff in a big forum was a Mac World. And I'm walking into a room with 2,000 people sitting in a room wow. watching you give your comedy routine about Photoshop. Gosh, I must have been out of, I was out of my mind. And it, what goes to your head? you got 2,000 people in a room, you think you're pretty special. <laughs> you think, okay, I'm, but you just, you're the only guy on the block. You, ben Wilmore hasn't got on the stage yet. And, and so, um, and so um, 
those were really crazy times because you saw this momentum of Photoshop gaining momentum and then the graphic designers are adopting it and then came the photographers and speaking like a Greg Gorman, um, they don't adopt it. You know, they're not, kind of, oh, I'm not going to get near this Photoshop. You know, I need a camera that can come up to that level. So then it was, you had desktop publishing, you had Photoshop, and then came the camera and that, the high resolution camera. And then that, that, that slow, gentle curve when, when the Greg Gormans and, and Joe McNally's of the world decide that they're going to go digital. I wonder when Joe went digital. That, um, must have been we've a... had joe on the show yeah. i would say joe adopt, would have adopted that very very early yeah. on because he he would have had access to the cameras either through yes. national geographic yeah. or directly from the Nikon. first all digital photo shoot for national geographic um the stealth fighter ah hello you knew this yeah you but this. it's yeah um, a he's one of my photography heroes and he's also a friend so yeah. uh i remember him talking about doing that all digital um, edition for the for National Geographic of the Stealth Fighter, uh, and I'm not sure exactly what year it was, but once that took off, once I remember, that, you know, we can both see the Stealth Fighter picture in our minds, yeah, can't we? It's the one yes, on the runway. Yeah, I the, can as well. The lighting, and he actually, yeah. uh, on a side note, that's where they actually came up with the Justin clamps to hold Nikon speed lights in place because he had a guy over like make him some of these things. I want a strong clamp and I want it to be adjustable and I want to stick it on a wing and I want to be able to fire up this way. And this guy cobbled together uh, this piece and his name was Justin. So they became known as Justin Clamps. And they're... What the? Oh, oh wow. You know, okay. That was kind of um, where all that Gosh, yeah, from. so we're traveling through time where the arc is moving, more and more resolution comes out, more and more photographers switching over. Um, disk drives, storage, and now the cloud. I, I mm. everybody, I, I get you're going to get hate mail on this one because I, I tell them I all want to get rid of my my RAID drives and I just want to keep everything in the cloud. And so, well, Russ, you work for Adobe. You got, um, it is expensive to put everything in the cloud, but wow, I don't want a drive that fails. I want something that's backed up in you know, South Carolina 10 times in a warehouse yeah. in the middle of nowhere. And I know that, um, and I'm paying, Adobe's paying, everybody's paying. Um, I think it's um, uh, uh, our friend at, at uh, Amazon, um, why am I going blank on his name? Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, um, yeah. I think he's, there's an enormous amount of money in that storage the number of photos how many photos are being taken right now was that a million exactly, was yeah. that just a million photos yes. and, we're, <laughs> and they're going in this cloud and um i think that one oh i got a final i got a final statement um a good friend of mine who passed away said he looks at me he says russ if it's not printed it doesn't exist and I go, wow, he's right. He's right. These just little particles in space. I, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't exist. It really. Yeah. If we don't print it out and get it on a paper and put it on a wall, archivally printed, and um, sounds like we're about to do a canon or um, 
Epson commercial here. Um, he's, he was absolutely right. He was old school, but um, I thought about that. Yeah, if everything, you know, it's, it's right out of um, the movie Blade Runner, where they're going back to the archives when the great uh, apocalypse happens and all the data drives go down, you know, nothing is no. left right. except for the Ansel Adams prints saved in a vault. <laughs> exactly. How many, exactly. How many Ansel Adams, you know, how many prints do you have um, lying around? Um, keep kitty quiet. Okay. My wife's joining me here on the stairs. Um, so yeah, that's my, I, uh, that would be a good closing statement. If you had a closing statement, yeah. it's think about, um, I, I think, think about the, the nature of what you're collecting and um, do bring a few of your uh, favorite prints out of the void and put them on a wall. Yeah, get something out. Of, um, and this is the year two, the 2020. Anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a lousy, that's not a good way to end it. That's not a good way. Um, we should end, right we should end in the high point. Um, um, I'm, I'll leave you with this one. Uh, Go on. I am, I, I see in our future a miracle is going to happen. I see a miracle. I, I truly believe a miracle is going to happen. Um, and it's going to happen soon. I'll leave you with that one. <laughs> that's Russell oh. Brown's prediction for, for everyone. That's, that's a great everyone, positive everyone ending. Everyone will experience a miracle. Um, and it will happen. And uh, please, please happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Please happen. Well, look, Russell, thank you so much for your time. It's been an it's been i just sat with the biggest grin on my face it's been an absolute pleasure to have you as a guest Good. and um I, I, and I, so nice to catch up yeah. with you and see you well and healthy and still enjoying yeah. everything that you're doing i can't wait for max to see the photographs of the yeah, of, um, from the what is my what's going to be my project? hashtag oh the name of my uh, uh, event is maximum warp <laughs> um i must admit that i came up with that name before um the man we will not name um um, so the it'll be hashtag three sixty maximum warp three sixty maximum warp. Um, it has a um, sci-fi theme to it, and you can um, wear costumes to the Brady Bunch connection uh, and uh, sci-fi um, elements. Oh, just to leave you, um, I'll leave you with one last thing. One of the student projects is to create a space shield to protect you and you go out into <laughs> space. Um, this was designed by my good friend. That's Dan Mumford. Dan Mumford. That's Dan Mumford. Yes, yeah, yes. I can tell he's, yes, so I love that. So I called Dan. Dan I said, Dan, I need you to create a prototype that um, for this class project and the students will submit this as an illustrator file. It prints out some, um, and then we print it on the clear plastic um, and, um, uh, yeah, classic Dan Mumford, isn't it? And um, Dan put this together. You'll print it out. And then, uh, yeah, you get to use the camera. You get to have a shield sent to your address. And um, and we do, wait, there's more. There's more, gentlemen. 
Um, we'll also print a tiny planet image from the 360 camera oh, wow. on metal. Printed on metal. Wow. So just like with my regular classes, I brought those projects to this group, and they'll sh they'll drop them into a Dropbox, and then we print them, and I mailed it to them. Did I say this class was free? Okay. <laughs> free craziness. So there you go. You've just come full circle I, with your I part did. of I your closing circle. statement. Put it in print. Print it, and and someone it's, owns um, it. Then it's been absolutely a pleasure speaking with you. I enjoy these. Um, and um, I think I hit all my points about having fun and being creative and expecting a miracle. And so yes. uh, I'll leave you gentlemen with that. It's um, fantastic. Thank you. And, and we hope to yeah. see you next year when we can all, hopefully, fingers crossed, yeah. let's hope we can see I, the miracle happen and we'll see I each other next year. I hope to see you in Lisbon, Portugal next summer. I really am crossing my fingers that Adobe Max goes opens up in Lisbon, Portugal. I will promise to bring you in and make you work for me for free. I will do that in a heartbeat. Okay. <laughs> I will do that in yes, a heartbeat. We were gonna have a re we were I was gonna bring those cameras to Lisbon, Portugal, and we were gonna send everybody out into the streets taking 360 photos, and we were going to print them on on classic oh. Portuguese tile. 2021. Yeah, 2020. Well, let's yeah. see if that happens. So I'll leave you with that, that promise. Oh my All God, right. did I just promise that? Okay. <laughs> 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 to millions of people? Yes, I did. No, that Russell, thank you so much. Yes. And um yeah, have a have a great rest of the week. I'm gonna put this episode out on Monday okay. so that it's fresh with everything you've spoken about. And uh and I hope we see each other again somehow through technology, if not in person, very, very soon. So stay safe. Okay, thank you. You are you are our national our Adobe national treasure. Up there with David Attenborough. David Attenborough. Uh, with David Attenborough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Th Thanks. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next time. See you.